Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Rainbow Road. We are back. Mike, how you doing, buddy? We are back. We are back. I've It's been so long, Travis. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Tell me, what, what have you and the kids, what have you and the family been up to? <laughs> As if I would ever have a family. <laughs> would ever spend that kind of time with maybe me. Maybe family of plushies. Uh, <laughs> maybe chosen family. I mean, no one can see their chosen family. We're back in lockdown. This is like right when we started season one. We're now doing season two in the same thing. No one can see each other. That's great. It's a great narrative arc. We went <laughs> we went on a journey and we've come back to where we started having changed. I feel like so, so poetic. So great. We're in Toronto. Our city is in lockdown once again. So what better uh, time to make uh, our the beginning of our next season of the show uh, where we have almost no material yeah absolutely and i mean (laughs) you can tell the producers have just been like throwing things in to change shit up like they broke up the power couple maddie and travis are no longer together that's true uh the character of maddie got gender flipped um travis is out as non-binary now so just like they're just throwing shit at the wall to see what (laughs) sticks (laughs) so let's let's talk about that so what what have you been up to these past like number of months well i mean okay as i just mentioned so like obviously you know but maybe our listeners might not um, yes maddie and i uh have parted ways but we are still very good friends so we've split up and moved into separate places although <laughs> we've moved into the same building so like she just lives a couple floors below me now <laughs> um so she's still very much a part of the podcast we're very excited to do it it's just not as as partners anymore so uh hey boys i'm single just just saying get at him you can find him on on social media uh on what da- what dating apps do you use travis uh currently i've got grinder and tinder okay perfect. but i i guess i've got other options i don't know i, I, this, I haven't dated in like half a decade and oh my god Oh my god, it's been half a decade. <laughs> it's a scary world to like get back into. I yeah, I just it's it's so intimidating. There's and there's so many different apps now and and dating culture has also changed as a result of the pandemic and I hear a lot of people doing like virtual dates. I got to say I did a walking date the other night, which I didn't hate as much as I thought I would. This guy actually brought me a like coffee table art book of Atari art. Which I thought was really cool. Like, who brings a, a book on the first day? I thought that was... As, wait, is that as like a gift for you? Yeah, he just like gave it to me. This was a first date? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a statement. I know, right? Like, I, I'm very used to like, just, all right, let me get in your pants is the first date. Like, this is... I feel so courted. You know, like <laughs> absolutely. That is that is a uh, that is a courting. That is a hundred percent a courting. I feel like. Have you heard of the 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 like love languages? Yes. Thing? I think it's a it's like a paradigm of like it's like how to sort of how people communicate their feelings, their love. I feel like he's maybe saying right off the top. He's like. I am a gifter. I this is like this is how this is how I roll. Oh, so this might be an expensive relationship. I should probably <laughs> reconsider this. It doesn't necessarily mean that they wanna they want a gift back. It just means that that's how they can maybe they they communicate their love through gifts, but they appreciate like acts of service or they appreciate like kind words kind of thing. So it, it depends on the person. Okay, so I'm gonna try real hard to not like dirtily interpret acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> acts of service. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so I mean, uh, that is what's new with me. I've moved into a new place. Hopefully that doesn't cause audio issues because I am literally above a train right now. Like I can see the train from my window. Uh, okay. So hopefully that's not a problem. All right. Um, I have left the film industry and I'm never going back. Never, ever again. That's what they all say. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, what about you, Mike? How have you been? It's been like half a year. Yeah, I'm, I've been. Well, firstly, I want to say that that situation you have now where you're you're like in close proximity with you, you both. I know it's funny because I know Matilda is going to be editing this, so it's gonna, she's going to be listening to this as I'm saying it. I just feel like it's, uh, and I and I mean this, it's a really good way to structure your relationship because Dan and I actually did that for a while. Like we, I lived in a place adjacent to, and I would say that was probably the most cohesive our relationship had been for the longest period of time before we moved in together, and then everything went to shit for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it got better, uh, so I I think it'll be I think it'll be great. I'm wishing you so much success in this new place and so much Thank success you. with your new life and not being in the film industry. Yes, oh my god, I have been working. I am now writing responses to all the Christmas cards that I got. I'm trying to work out a bunch and do social media more. Um, oh, I, I did I tell you I worked on a film? I produced a film. Oh, oh, was this Brett's film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one that Brett and I were working on. Yes. So tell us about it. Tell our audience about it. He's like a horror writer. Mm-hmm. So there, there's two people on a date, and they go back to her apartment, and this girl has like so much art on her walls, and you know he's like, oh, like you have so much art here, and she's like, yeah, it's really, really eclectic. So the date is going really well. It's got that like buzzy first date energy, and then there's this turn that happens. I I, I feel like I shouldn't say much more because I feel like Brett's gonna get mad at me. But there's there's it, it takes a darker tone really really very quickly. So um, watch the film when it comes out. I don't even know where it'll be, but I'll, I'll maybe say more in the future. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure you're gonna be blasting it out on social media once it's available. Where do we find you on social media, yeah, Mike? Exactly. Oh, and on that note, so. I have a surprise for our listeners. Ooh. For one listener, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I know I, I didn't really tell you much about this, but I, I want to I wanna do like a giveaway. Oh, what are we giving away? It's, it's definitely not an Oculus Rift. <laughs> so I'll say that right off the bat. It's not, it's not anything like super nice. It's not really f- shiny or fancy, but I think it's neat. It's, uh, it's musical. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Am I, would you like me this, to guess? This, this is the part where I was trying to, I should have turned it on first. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, what What in the hell is that, Mike? <laughs> is, is that one of those, like, I, I don't even know what they're called, but, like, they look like little rubber plastic saxophones and, like... Depending on where you're pressing down on it, it makes that sound. Am, am, I, am I anywhere in the ballpark? It's like, almost like a slide whistle kind of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to, for our first show back. I want to give away. I want to. We should, we should have like a like a question or like a something. To, the first person to do. How do you want to do this? I don't know. Like, this was your idea. <laughs> I know. I, somebody because before the show, I was like, it's fine. I'll just surprise you with this thing that I have put almost no thought into that I want to do. <laughs> Okay, so it is a special edition automaton. Automaton, is that what it's called? Automaton, yes. And it is a beloved video game character special edition automaton. Oh, is it Kirby? (laughs) No, no, you said it. No, that can't be the question. (laughs) 
oh, so wait, they have to guess what, okay, this is, they have to guess what it is, and the first person to guess which character it is gets the automaton? Is that, that what was, we're doing? That was what I was going to do, but now, now I don't even know. <laughs> The Kirby's out of the bag. Uh, so wait, did I win it? I guess you won. You won the... <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> okay, we can, we can edit this if we need to. We can just... No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. We're just we're just doing it. We're, we're raw-dogging it. We're just going in. Oh, my God. This is, this is how the show is going to be from now on. It's just a lot of us uh, going through uh, silly ideas and having it not work. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I, I, have, I looked up some fun facts about Kirby. Kirby lives in Dreamland on the planet Popstar. Did you know that? The planet Popstar? No, I did not know that. It's a very beautiful place with lots of lush grass and quiet spots for Kirby to take naps in. Have you seen the trailer for Kirby and the Forgotten Land? I have not seen the trailer for Kirby and the Forgotten oh, Land. Oh, it's like this new sort of like open world kind of post-apocalyptic but cutesy thing for Kirby. Um, I think you can play with co-op. I think they gave Kirby a gun. Like it's- <laughs> I feel like so many games now have hopped on the bandwagon of open world. Yeah, I'm very tired of it, honestly. I don't think they really understand what that means when they put that tag on their game because, like, Breath of the Wild was so successful because it was clearly a labor of love. It Mm -hmm. is just so intricate. It is so beautiful and complicated, and there's, like, so many things you can do, and I think that, you know, when there's a success in the market like that, you have a lot of the other onlookers be like oh we need to like jump on that success like that's like so cool let's like make you know there's a mimetic element that happens Mm -hmm. like for instance i started playing the new halo that came out a couple months ago and they also boasted an open world concept which you know i'm kind of like okay halo's always had a very linear story it's always very like you start here and you like progress through and and this one is like no there's like a map and like now the plot devices are just so tenuous like they're just like Oh, now I'm detecting you should go. It I, they're, they're trying so hard to make it work. And it's like, okay, it's fun, but I'm not really like immersed in the story because it feels like you're trying really hard to make the open world concept work that it's actually taking away from the willing suspension of disbelief that occurs when you're playing a game. You know, you're kind of like the core it. experience. I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but I feel like there's also a certain, it feels more tedious. Yeah. And life is already so tedious sometimes. I'm like, I'm playing a game to like escape from tedium like not i don't want to do although I, I i mean i just started playing minecraft so i don't know if i should be one to talk about <laughs> tedium uh, but it depends on like what you're going to the experience for and like, like you said like tedious is probably a good word for it because there's so much that's involved with an open world of traversal and exploration and things like that and with breath of the wild those things felt like a puzzle like it, mm-hmm. it felt like that was a deliberately designed part of the experience, what you were signing up for, everything was engaging in the way that it did that. Like getting around was engaging because you had this climbing mechanic and you would have to try to tame a horse and do all these things. And it wasn't just these slow walks through these areas where it's just from point A to point B. There was like, there was Korok things that you could discover along the way, right? Like there was ways to keep the player engaged. And with a lot of these copycats, um, especially the ones where they just drop a bunch of markers on the map and it becomes like this to-do list of cleaning up the map. It's not super engaging. It's not super interesting. It really kills pacing. If you've got a big bad that's looming in the map and you're just kind of ignoring it while you go faff about, I don't know. Like, does it really seem all that imposing and threatening at that point? Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, 
cool. I I mean, it's how much of a threat is it if I can just like meander elsewhere and do something else? Mm-hmm. So having said that, have you seen the trailers for Pokemon Legends Arceus? You know, they've popped up while I've been watching YouTube videos. Do you think you're going to get it? Um, I'm confused because it says like you can do research on Pokemon. It, it's less about just catch them all in the traditional sense of like, once you've caught it, you are done and you move on to the next Pokemon that you're trying to catch. It's more about trying to either observe specific behaviors, kind of like Pokemon Snap did. Okay. Or you're, like, trying to catch them in different areas, doing different things. Uh, You're trying to catch them, like, see them multiple times so that you can gather more data. So it's a little bit more task-oriented than just catching them. Okay, but that's fine. I feel like that's still more, like, what actual research is, unlike... I'm using air quotes here. You can't see, but I'm you know, air quoting research that, you know, like your your aunt does, your right wing aunt does and like sends you <laughs> like conspiracy <laughs> videos and stuff like research on Pokemon. Like, <laughs> did, did you know that like Cubone is actually part of QAnon? And uh, <laughs> um, so it's it's like legit. No, but Cubone wears like, a mask. Okay. He would never be part of QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know you're a huge fan of the Pokemon franchise. I play I, I'll play it if it seems good. So why don't you tell me how it is and then I'll... I'll Okay, so tell you what, I am getting it. So why don't you just come over and try it out sometime? Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Yay! Welcome to Rainbow Road where we just... uh, It's actually just a phone call. We're figuring out when we're going to hang out. Yeah, pretty much. This this is what you guys signed up for, right? This is what everyone's super interested in. (laughs) No, uh, I have something then. How about Wednesday... Okay, maybe we'll we'll pencil it and we'll figure it out. <laughs> this is the part that's for some reason gets left out of every D and D actual play. Like is like the twenty minutes of scheduling at the end. It's the like I can't do Saturday. Busting out your schedules and trying to figure out what what session when when works for you guys. Yeah, I'm actually about to start DMing for the first time. Oh snap! Yeah, I've been writing my own campaign. That's fun. Uh, I'm about to start DMing it with um the boys over at the Game Tea Podcast, who I've guested on several times. Um. Uh, they are such wonderful folks. Please go check out their podcast. It's great. Yeah, I've been talking with them and they were looking for a DM and I've been writing a campaign. So yeah, we're going to start it up next week. I'm, I'm very excited. That is very exciting. I, f- I feel like being a dungeon master, it takes so much imagination. There, it, it's harder than it seems. Like I tried DMing for a campaign for a couple of my friends and I had my one friend who was like into just having fun like he kind of understood what I was going for but I had another friend who was like very into the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons Mm. and for me as like a novice DMer I'm like oh my gosh like I don't care how many steps or like how like there's just he was so into the mechanics not even the mechanics but like the specifics of like rigid rule following it was just not what I was into about that experience and I've never DMed again so I hope that your player base is are like into what you're throwing down because I think that's a huge part of it, right? Well, maybe that's just like an episode that we'll have to do at some point. Maybe Rainbow oh. Road can reach out and do a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yes, I would love that. We should definitely do that. This is great, actually. Yeah. And what do our listeners? What do you guys want to hear? Like, yeah, let us know. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, you can you can Twitter us at Rainbow Road Pod, and you can email us at Rainbow Road Podcast. Uh, and at I, gmail.com at gmail.com yeah they, do, they need the rest of it that would be good <laughs> and i definitely didn't ask travis what those were before the show so i could know <laughs> what they are i wasn't gonna call you out <laughs> <laughs> no i i believe in radical transparency so i feel like i'm i'm very open book about my failings oh so that's why you don't wear clothes exactly i just i walk out naked and i just say hello world here's my body judge me if you will uh, and I try not to walk near playgrounds because I don't want to be on any lists. Uh, but, you know, I just let it hang out and I just sort of, 
you'd be amazed how great uh, tan on your penis feels. Uh, it just really is great. Uh, as a ginger, I will never know what a tan on any part of my oh, body feels like. No, you wouldn't. You, you... I burn when the moon's too bright. Like it's turned to a lobster, wouldn't you? It's bad. Yeah, but please, guys, uh, we're dead serious. Please let us know what you want to see. What games do you want us to cover? Uh, what topics do you want us to cover? We've got a couple of ideas uh, of things that we'll be doing. So, you know, we're not lost. We actually even have a lost episode that was recorded and has not been released yet, which we will be releasing. I forgot about that. Right? We never released that We're a mess. We're just going into 2022 getting better. Radical transparency, baby. Radical transparency. (laughs) And radical self-improvement. I think think we should aim to be our best selves and constantly moving upward and getting better and nourishing ourselves and our communities and uh, giving away prizes that are not Oculus Rifts, but are in fact (laughs) uh, horrendous noise-making instruments. No, seriously though. Okay, let me. We need to decide what's what's a what's a fun word. A fun word? Yeah, pick a fun word. Obsequious. Okay, perfect. All right, listeners. The first person to DM. That's how. That's how they send messages directly on Twitter, right? DM. <laughs> yes. Okay. The first person. Didn't to you just DM say you were getting word, back into social media? <laughs> the first person to DM the word obsequious, and feel free to look it up. That's not cheating. To Rainbow Road Pod. Uh, will win this special edition Kirby Automaton. <gasps> Is it shaped like a friend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we will. We, I will mail it to you. I will. I will be sending it to you. So it will come. It will come directly from me. Oh. And I'll. I'll maybe like. I'll write a little card. And I'll. I'll put, I'll put lipstick on. And I'll do like a little lipstick kiss. <laughs> or not. If, if. If that would make you not want it, then then I will not do that. And I will just send you the prize. So just. <laughs> yeah. First person to DM. Rainbow Road Pod with the word obsequious. Uh, we will we will send you, as I said, not an Oculus Rift, but in fact a Kirby Special Edition Automaton. The problem you keep saying that it's not an Oculus Rift <laughs> to the point where it's curved back around. To I think some <laughs> listeners are gonna be like, wait, but is it though? Like, is it actually? Yeah, but we if they take me up on it, it I. I'm explicitly saying it is not an Oculus Rift. So <laughs> radical transparency. It, I, it, I, and I, yeah, exactly. I've outlined my philosophy. I'm telling you, and this is not a joke. I'm not like backhandedly <laughs> saying like, for real. I have this. I played. I played it. I play. I'm, I'll play it again here. <laughs> that could be yours. That could be yours. All you have to do is send the word obsequious to Rainbow Road Pod on Twitter. And and it's your you can imp- impress your friends, uh, make them jealous. <laughs> you can post with it on social media. Go on walks. You could become a minstrel, a bard. <laughs> Maybe this is your new side hustle. You play automaton. You make new friends who also have automatons. You start an automaton band. Get on Canadian Idol. Is that still a show? I don't know. This could be a whole new beginning. So new year, new you. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> this is where we're headed. Uh, while you're DMing us, uh, please also let us know uh, what episodes you want to see, what games you want us to cover, uh, what secret gems might we not have heard of. Uh, you know, because we've, we've got a couple of ideas. Like, uh, Mike, do you have anything that you know you want to cover in the next couple episodes? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for asking, Travis. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I definitely want to do Tell Me Why. I feel like I play that game. I really enjoyed it. And I think that would be an excellent episode to do. Yes, definitely Tell Me Why is on the list. We will be covering Tell Me Why. I'm, I'm too excited to not. I also really want to do Unpacking, which I'm really excited about. What? 
What, what's it called? Unpacking? Oh, yes. I remember you telling me about this one. Yeah, I, I would like to do that one too. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. Uh, we've got the Lost episode, which I, I guess we can tell people. Um, the episode that we recorded was a, a we called it a Davy Readin' double feature. So it was uh, The Beginner's Guide uh, and Stanley Parable. Yes, which were both really good. Uh, that yeah, was... they were fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it's an older episode, so I don't know what our references are like from like six months ago. We might not be very topical <laughs> anymore. But uh, yeah, we'll be releasing that. And uh, beyond that, it's a mystery. Uh, we won't be telling you guys much more. Um, but thank you for uh, giving us another chance, coming back and hanging out with us again. Uh, we're very excited to be back and to be doing this, especially mm-hmm. now that we have a little bit more free time. Yep. Yeah, um, I guess before we go, we got to ask that classic question. The classic question. Mike, what you playing? I'm playing Halo Infinite. Uh, I'm all about the multiplayer right now. I'm spending way too much time trying to get awards that mean absolutely nothing and getting like so much random like armor swag yeah i played almost none of the campaign <laughs> uh but yeah it's i'm enjoying it and then last night i just downloaded minecraft for ps4 and spent like three hours on a call with my friend just like building uh apparently so on the minecraft uh subreddit he was telling me that cottage core is like a really big thing so making like things really cottagey and like super super fucking cute um <laughs> and so we're just making a really super fucking cute cottage in minecraft <laughs> that's adorable uh, which was really fun awesome uh his was much better than mine uh so and travis i'll throw it right back at you what you plan? So I just finished a replay of the Kingdom Hearts series. Of course. Because I needed comfort food during an awful time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. I love it. I, I stand by the fact that I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is one of the best in the series. Haters can suck it. I, I love it. Haters gonna hate. Yeah, I am actually soon gonna be on another podcast talking about Kingdom Hearts. Um, good friends of the pod, uh, Kai Green and Steph Malik have a new podcast called The Fandom Show, uh, where they bring on people to talk about their obscure fandoms and the, their niche interests and things like that. Uh, they actually just did an episode on The Matrix uh, with our good friend Ashley Cooper, uh, which was hilarious. If you haven't listened to it, please go check out their show. It is great. So yeah, I was really happy to be replaying that so I can go talk Kingdom Hearts with them. Yeah, I'm about to start The New Life is Strange, True Colors. <gasps> uh, still haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, so I'm very excited for it. And then I need to beat that quickly so that I can play Pokemon Arceus Legends when it comes out. All the Telltale games, honestly, I'm just really impressed. Yeah, for sure. Did you play Life is Strange 2 yet? It's so funny you say that. I was eyeing it last night being like, should I start this or should I? I wanted to talk to you about it. Maybe see if we could do an episode on it in the future. Yes, I I really want to do an episode on it. Um, I would like to find uh, a Latino or Latina guest to come and join us to talk about it because it's so crucial to the story uh but yes i definitely want to do an episode on it awesome awesome all right well i think that's going to do it for us today uh thanks again for uh listening to us and uh we'll hope to see you guys soon on our new episodes that we have coming up thanks for sticking around and and remember dm obsequious to rainbow road pod to win the fabulous prize do you want to play us out mike (laughs) yes wait You, I, this thing is so hard to play. <laughs> like you can't like play music. It'll because you like think you know where the notes are, and then you don't know where the notes are when you hit them. <laughs> and so it just kind of you kind of just roll. It's like the ultimate form of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just that would be so offensive to most jazz players, but you, you know what I'm you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay. right, that's it for us. We can stop recording. <laughs> uh, hey.
happy 2022, everybody.